Hello, and welcome to Arms of the Tide. I'm Quinn Welsh Wilson, facilitator. I wanted to apologize for the lack of an episode last week. The Welsh Wilson household had a little bit of a problem with a leak in our ceiling that made getting things out in a timely manner a little bit difficult. Thank you for sticking with us. Before we get into things today, I wanted to take a moment to thank Riverhouse Games Taylor for his wonderful five-star review on iTunes. Taylor is a good friend of mine, and if you haven't listened to the Games Closet podcast, you should definitely check that out. And if you're into Star Trek, he recently started a Deep Space Nine rewatch podcast called RSS Defiant, so you might want to check that one out too. All that being said, let's get started. I'm Chanel and I'm playing Cleo. I'm Joe, and I'm playing Lions. I'm John, and I am playing Local. Previously on Arms of the Tide. The gang went to Gorfman's Repose 2 and spread rumors about malfunctioning technology to the scrapped. After this, they met with a shoon to discuss how they might incite action from the seed that they had just planted. Now, with information about a jewelry factory, the team springs into action. On the outside of the jewelry factory, we see lions and local lying in wait. As established before, there's a broader outside perimeter wall that is guarded as well as the interior of the factory space. So anything coming in or out basically needs to drive past a checkpoint in order to make it inside. Where are the two of you right now relative to the factory? The factory itself is a three-story building that looms over even the top of the perimeter wall, and the whole place seems almost more like something of a prison complex than it does a place where things are made for people to consume. We're across the street waiting for our signal from Cleo, keeping an eye on the comings and goings through one of the gates just to make sure no unexpected extra security shows up or some VIP comes in that's going to heighten people's awareness of what's going on. So just keeping an eye on that while we wait for the signal. On the other side of the road, this area is like a little bit set away from everything else, but because of the way that AO is as a city, people need to be generally mindful of space The only way to create more space at this point is to keep digging down. But this area is sort of, because of its function and because of the high traffic in the area, it's a little bit more isolated than anywhere else. On the other side of the street, is there like a building that you're sitting in front of or is there some place that you're hiding? Is it like somewhat natural? What are you imagining the surroundings of this place look like? I would say across the street is a storage place. Most of this area is either manufacturing or uh, support for that. And then you've got a few scattered businesses that will be like, you know, lunch places or whatever. And then this is a storage area. A lot of the businesses around here, if they can't ship something out immediately, will store it here and then ship it out later. Okay, perfect. And what is it that the two of you are doing as you're lying low? I'm just saying, if I was a storage container... I would be made out of tomatoes. That's interesting. Why tomatoes? Are they better at storing things? No, but they're better at being seen, and so then everyone would know where I was, because I'd be this big red thing 
Or if I was heirloom, I'd be this big red and green and yellow thing. I'd be my own walking, talking advertising by being a tomato storage unit. Would it all be tomato storages? Or is is it just you? Uh, it's just like if I was a storage unit, I would be a tomato. Or maybe a pumpkin. As this conversation is unfolding, there is something of a strange sort of labored creaking noise that you can hear start to come across your senses as a voice breaks into your ears. Is that local? And a heavily scarred woman with two robotic arms is standing before you looking confused. This is Fen. She is a woman who you met when you were running a job with Cleo and Philly back in the day. She's a member of a gang who operates mostly out of the Crags district, and Local actually was the person who decided to cut them in on some of the metal that they were supposed to collect as a part of that job in order for Fen and the members of her gang to repair their rusting limbs. Whoa there, person. Just because the local units look the same does not mean that this is your local. This is my local. Bye bye No, no, no. 134, right? You saved my bacon. No, I saved metal for you. Are your limbs okay? Better than they have been in a long time, yeah. Good. Were you able to use it to help others? Yeah, but that stuff only goes so far for so long. I'm assuming that's why you're here too, right? Nope. We're just on this street admiring this nice road. (laughs) And lions pause the road. A good road. Goodbye. Hey, guys. I got... I got a thin. We we got to go. I got a thin the lab. Or the warehouse? When the warehouse. I got us in the warehouse. Wow, that's oh. loud, huh? Cleo is waving still in uh her getup, which I will remind is a lady who is in a wig. With a a security guard outfit, just looking completely different. So Fen would not necessarily recognize that uh, Angelica was Cleo to any extent. Okay, but Cleo certainly does recognize Fen based on the strange evening that you wound up spending together. Uh, we have to go. Bye, person with arms. Hold on, hold on. Who tipped you off to this job? Time is ticking. There is no tip. And Local puts a hand on Fen's shoulder. There is only Providence. So. I must go. I was supposed to hit this place tonight. Well, you better hit it fast, because we're going to burn it down. You know who's in there, right? No. Uh, Okay, so there's there's someone who's doing testing on the third floor. They're the person who gave me the, the tip. They're... Letting some things sort of fall off the wagon, as it were. Well, you you better beat feet uh, and lines squints at local because they're both trying to figure out how sayings go. <laughs> and then uh, looks to Fen because uh, we got a job to do and the clock is ticking. So, you know, pitter patter and lines is going to take off towards the factory. <laughs> And Fen is following, basically skulking behind you, keeping a low profile. Excuse me. Yes? I'm mean, going to need to see some identification. You're clearly not. What? And... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is. She reaches into her back pocket and pulls out her ID card and just shows it to you. It's, as far as you can tell, authentic. These two have clearance. But 
<laughs> you said you're going to blow this place up. No, no, no. I Who said, said I... that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Who said that? The... I am a security guard here. Okay, well, obviously, you know I'm Fen, and I know local. I don't know your name. Well, I never said your name. I know you're Fen. You saw my ID card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want in or something? If you're going to do serious damage to this place... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't be the one with serious damage. I heard from a birdie that people who are maybe having clearance into this place tonight are going to be doing some radical changes to the interior decorating. <laughs> Suffice it to say. And maybe those people should consider those people who are on the inside. Okay, come here. And yes. she motions for a friend to come a little bit closer. I don't understand. We've got this information. Yes, I got it. Look from, at my, look at my head. I got it from I got it from Adelante. Adelante. Yes. What? This makes no sense. So Adelante wants you to screw up this place, also. She doesn't want me to blow it up. There was just a few things that got left loose. What the fuck are you saying? You're trying to like not encode. Just tell me. Just tell me. What are you doing? I'm here to steal some of the goods mm. and redistribute them to people who need them. Oh, fit. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm doing fuck. the same thing. But it also sounds like you're going to finish by blowing the place up. Whoa, 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 whoa. No explosions necessary. We're just doing a very, very controlled fire that's going to melt the building. There's a difference between that and an explosion. But that is disastrous to potentially anyone inside and anything inside as well. Ah, uh, you're exhausting. I got that. We're working on changing the plan already. Taka, 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 taka. I'm just, I'm making a simple request because... I can't get in your way. I know by now that local and the people that he runs with, I can't stand up to them in a fight. Mm. That's not going to happen. Yeah. All okay. I ask is that you make sure that Adelante gets out safe. I would like everyone to get out safe. We're not trying to kill anyone. Wait, we're not? No. I misunderstood the mission. Okay. I'm sorry. But since when are we killing people? I'm just saying. I mean, we killed someone at the bar. There's another here nor there. It doesn't matter to me. I've I've seen you do serious damage to people in like <laughs> an irreversible kind of way. We will enthur that. Enthur. Enthur? Enthur. We were enthur. Enthur. Enthur that Adelante will make it out safe. Okay? Okay. You have my word. Thank you. You're welcome. And at this point, Fen raises her hands and says... If you're going to be going and running this job, I won't get in your way. I just needed to say that. And if you're looking for a place to unload goods, I know people who have some needs. Good. Yeah. I would like this to go to the most good. Thank you. I know that you do. I, I appreciate it. I'll clock's ticking, I guess. Scram. And she skitters away. I'm confused. Are we now not burning it down? Well, I didn't think we were going to go and like fucking kill people. Well, I mean, sometimes people die in fires. That's how fires work. Uh, no, 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 not innocent people. I mean, how innocent is anyone who works for Ka? No one is innocent, but that's not for us to decide. Okay, that's fair. I just feel particularly destructive today. I'm so sad. Lion sits down a little on the floor. I just want to burn stuff sometimes, and then I want to cry about it. Here's a blade of grass. Where did you even get that? Outside. Oh, Lion sticks out their tongue to eat the grass. And 
you approach the security checkpoint mm-hmm. where there are a couple of Ka Technologics guards and they seem to be a little bit confused right now. Like they're in a bit of a tizzy, like they're clearly off their game for some reason. And they see you coming back and one of them looks at Angelica and they squint and says, you would, you would attempt, right? Yeah. Okay, and who who are these clowns? Well, these are my friends. Just kidding. Uh, uh, they're with me. They're with you. What what do you mean they're with you? Other temps? Yes, other temps. So uh, it seems like you're trying to convince this person that you should be let through. Yeah. All right. So per your engagement role, you are in a risky position, and I think that this would be a sway role based on your approach here. You're trying to influence with guile. So go ahead and roll. You can also push yourself if somebody actually, wants to help you yeah, out. I was gonna say, they can take a point of stress. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, uh, Lyons is nodding along approvingly and not an over-eager way, but in a, yes, this is definitely the truth. A very confident, controlled, silent encouragement. And I'll take yeah. on that stress. Three fives? Five fives. What the fuck? Damn. All right. What's going to happen here is there is an alarm clock that is going to be running on this mission. And as you begin to do things that are suspicious, you'll begin to tick up that alarm clock. And once it hits six, it'll go off and the place will be on alert. And you are passing through, but you're getting one tick on the clock. Cool. So there were you. They're, the, they're new temps. With all the people from the gangs trying to get in here, I guess it makes sense that they're trying to beef up security more. Just... Get them in and get them dressed soon, real quick, you know? Cool. You don't want yeah. people looking unprofessional or nothing. Yeah, no, I get that. Also, be aware there's some uh, some problems with the... Uh, with what? The security systems. Oh. They're acting a little funny, so I'm just going to go ahead and call this in. Let them know about this. For sure, yeah. Sounds cool. And so you are let through the gate into the factory complex itself. There's a lot of space here for trucks to come in and get parked and get loaded up and that sort of thing. So it's where Chaloon is eventually going to be situating himself when he arrives on the scene. And there is the sort of vastness of the factory itself before you. There are some like emergency exits on the outside with the different basically like a fire escape that you can climb if that's what you'd like to do. You know from having gone in earlier Cleo that the bottom floor is manufacturing. So it is a combination of a smelting area. So there's like a lot of vats of molten metal where machinery is dipping in and out and it's generally very hot and dangerous and then there's a place where metal is cooled and then there's like a conveyor belt where things are refined and etched so there's a lot of big heavy dangerous clanking machinery in there and from the plans you know that the second floor is where they do testing and the third floor is administration and oversight so what are you going to do let's go see what's happening with Atalante. Great idea. I wanted to burn stuff, but I guess I could do that later. Burn stuff later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Are you going to be taking the external route through like the fire escape? Yes. Or are you going to go through the inside? Fire escape. Okay. You begin to <laughs> clamber up the fire escape 
it creaks a little bit under locals weight but things in ao are generally built with structural integrity to hold a pretty broad variety of shapes and sizes of people and you climb up the two levels as you pass the second level you see that there's a number of testing devices that seem to be rapidly but almost sporadically at work local and lions who both have some skills in tinker are able to recognize that there's something about the staccato pace of what's going on in there that seems wrong and you continue to climb and you are at a small glass door at the end of the administration hall that's up here there's basically several rows of files and desks and that sort of thing as well as a couple of large offices toward the back the door here is closed but also this entire window is made of glass what are you gonna do Hyans is gonna pick up their metal pot and put it against the glass and the metal starts to get like this glow to it of being very hot and then there's a quick little flash and the glass has melted for I have used meltdown and paid the one flare of my flare clock. Alrighty, and for the listeners, what does that do? I can apply heat to inanimate objects enough to melt metal with the help of a flame. Now that Lyons has melted down this barrier, it is easy for the three of you to pass into the building. There is clearly from one of the offices at the end of the hall a light on and the rest of this place the tables of metal sand where people do administrative work that sort of thing is all basically on rest mode right now so you can tell who is a responsible worker and just completely shut off their computer and then you can tell that there's some people who just left it on rest mode and went to clock out frankly who can blame them but there's just like this little eddy of metal sand sort of swirling up and down on the tables there indicating that it is on rest mode Hey, local, you want a computer? What would I use a computer for? To look up videos of cats and show your cats other cats. Would cats like that? Sometimes they don't actually notice what they're looking at and they can't register it, so it's just a bunch of light. But sometimes they hear it too and they go, meow, meow, and then they'll go, meow, meow, and then the their cats will still go, meow, meow, and so they'll have a talk to the cat on the video. Do I hear voices? No. Uh, yes, uh, this is, this, um, uh... Security work, uh, just very routine. Don't worry about it. One of the security guards is entering. Uh, the person who asked the question, it's a stocky M guy. They look sort of like, you know, uh, a gibbon? Mm-hmm. I fucking hate gibbons. Yeah, imagine I- if a gibbon was jacked. No! Gibbons are jacked. Oh. But like... Broly from Dragon Ball jacked. So yoked. Super yoked with like eight foot long arms. That's scary. And that's who this security guard is. Um, what happened there? What happened where? They are pointing to the melted pane of glass at the back of the room. Well, that's that's what I'm going to check out. Why do you think we are here? Well, you're not in uniforms. I thought that the the message that went over the comms said you were supposed to report. Temp. Yeah. And temps. we were told that the temps were supposed to go get changed. Yes, and uh, yes, we but what is because more? We heard this. What is more important, a uniform or a breach in your security? Okay, you make a fair point. Mm. Let's go check it out together. Cool. Good. We are friends. And Cleo, aka Angelica, hands 
their hand over to shake with this huge gibbon. Angelica. Drew. And there's just like a vice grip as he takes your arm. And it's one of those handshakes that's very clearly meant to like signal, I don't trust you. Like I'm I'm putting the power move on you where there's that yank all the way up to the, the arm socket. And obviously Angelica, aka Cleo, who likes to make these things awful, reads it the wrong way and it takes it as a form of flattery. Oh, that's a nice grip you got there. Well, if you can't tell, I uh, do work out. No, I can, I can tell. But grip strength, natural born talent. Nat, you fit me? No, I'm not shitting you. You know, they say that you can't train grip strength. No, you can't. Let me tell you something. My brother, fithead, weakest hand ever. Probably couldn't even hold a pencil, huh? No. All right, let's check this thing out. What's what's going on here? What's the prognosis? Basically, we came up here, we heard a suspicious sound, and uh, lo and behold, broken glass. Well, even worse than broken glass, no glass. Melted glass. And uh, about uh, 1600 p.m. <laughs> yes, 1600 p.m., we heard footsteps on the balcony. All right, footsteps on the balcony. So the, the system... Downstairs, the, uh, I don't know if you were briefed on the new system. No, just got here. Yeah, the system downstairs, this, like, new security measure is Mm -hmm. getting all weird and freaky. It's sort of putting us on edge. Angelica cracks her knuckles. My forte. But, you know, it's supposed to keep us safe. It's supposed to react to sort of things like this when they happen. Supposed to keep us safe? Yeah. That's our job. That's what I said when they I told know. me about it. I said, this is our I'm, job. I knew you, you would think that. You think that I spend, you think I spend this much time in the freaking gym? No. Just to be replaced by some sort of automated system? Hell no. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You know what? I, I think you could take anyone in here. All right. So uh, the balcony. What's up on the balcony? So the balcony, Um, I didn't see anything. I don't know. Smell amber or something. You know, you smell amber. Amber? Yeah. Like A-M-B-E-R? Yeah. It is a like smell fossilized here. tree sap? No, the flower, you dumbass. I didn't mean that, but it's a flower. No, it's okay. This is locker room talk. That's how we that's how we treat each other. Yeah. You chode. Fuck yeah, I'm a chode. You d- fucking dumbass. You know what? It's an, a fucking flower. Oh. Yes. Huh. All right, so the flower. Got it. I'm not smelling anything. It's a though. cologne. That, that It's popular cologne. Oh. All right, so you've kind of got him on the hook, but he's kind of suspicious. How is it that y'all want to try to push this situation into getting him off your back? Cleo has a small vial of this tester. She didn't put it on yet. It was going to be a scent that this character had. It's like those little sample smells that you get when you go into like a department store. Or the ones from magazines. Or the ones from magazines. Very similarly. Yes. She's just going to throw it out the window, obviously, with a distraction first. Lions gets a look from Cleo that is the classic uh, darty eye. Yeah. Okay. It's the very classic do your thing. And so Lions very, very loudly trips into a desk and lets out a yelp. So Lions is tripping into a desk while Cleo tries to throw this scent out onto the balcony. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, yep. we're just I'm just throwing a little perfume vial. To build the credibility of that story and get him to, like, try to search it out? Yes. Okay. That's exactly what it is. That sounds like a finesse roll to me. Sure, I'll finesse this. Should I skirmish the desk? (laughs) No, I thought that that was you helping. Okay, yes, I'm totally helping. Get an extra die, Chanel. (laughs) You got I got a six. Did you get more than one six? I got a six and a five. And a one, so if you add it together, it's two sixes. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't a critical. 
Lyons falls down into this desk and it's one of the computers that was on standby. So like this super bright light blares across the room as the screen goes all the way on and you're just looking at some spreadsheet. As Lyons yelps, Drew goes, oh what? Oh fit. And then as Cleo says, oh shit, she throws the perfume out the window. You fucking smell that? Uh, it smells like amber. You you check on the computer and I'm going to go. I'm going to follow the smell. Okay, wait, but I also got to go to the bathroom with you. Bye. So he is following that false lead, at least for a moment here. And you have a window. What are you going to do? Keep heading to Adelante. Go to that room where the light's on. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you head in there. The door is just open. And you see in there somebody sitting at a jewelry appraiser's desk, almost, where there's several like large magnifying glasses. And she is working on some very small manipulations to a ring with a carving stylus she is a somewhat small human woman about five foot two she has dark skin and honey colored eyes she has sort of a pixie cut type haircut and she is wearing what would best be described as a combination between a lab coat and a romper like if someone made a romper styled after a lab coat, that is basically what she is wearing. Uh, excuse me, and we're gonna have to ask you to leave. Uh, hello. Wait. We... Why are you asking me to leave? Be- because we need you to go. Bye bye. We no, fear I... that there has been a security breach, and you should make your way. Lions turns the lights off. It's dark now. You have to go home. No, you don't understand. I run this place. This is my facility. So what kind of security breach? And the work that I'm doing right here tonight is important. I told you not to disturb me. I told the whole staff. Unless it's absolutely critical. So did you it Did is, you examine? It is, uh, yes, it is absolutely critical. Though, so basically what happened is um, I was given a notice that to um, come escort you or... T- uh, t- tell you to leave and that downstairs um, a lot of people are having some issues with the system and apparently we are on high alert if that makes sense and also um there was a melted place and so we need to get you out in case there are other melted places very close to here what kind of place that's really vague. window it was a window it's sorry. a window it's a that window. was mel- melted melted window and TUU is acting up. Pardon? TUU, the security system. Yes. Everyone is on high alert, and you are a high priority. Pri- priority. So this is still my facility. Yeah. And I, I'm in charge of it. I didn't ask them to install the freaking security system. Can you tell me about it? Hmm. Let me. Let me ask you a question. Sure. There's this security breach, and you said that there's a, a, a melted window. Yeah. Aside from that, is it just like somebody maybe is sneaking in here? Uh, yes. Yeah, but there's, uh, there's problems with um, the smithery floor, too, and they're worried that it's going to overheat, so you, sh- you should leave. He presses a button on the bottom of her desk, and the door snaps closed. Ooh, do not like that. Do not like that. And Lyons <laughs> puts their metal claw into the door and just scrapes down so it makes that terrible sound. Ah! Now, you know how I feel. I don't like being in trapped spaces. And just they pick up their oh, Stop it. Stop. You didn't say please, and Lyons please, dr- please stop. You're clearly not supposed to be here. We're trying to get you out. Just think is of this, it. Is this about Finn? Finn is one of the guards. Yeah, they told me to escort you. Lions shakes Finn, their head. If E N N. Yeah. With the middle arms. Yeah. This is about Finn. Yeah. Finn asked us to make sure you got out safely. So you're part of a crew then? No. no. 
We just happened to both have plans to hit the facility on the same day. Excuse me? So you're here for a different reason? Yes, and you need to get out. Why? For your own safety. This is not a threat. I always sound like this. I need you to explain to me why my leaving here right now and abandoning this is so important because I'm working on something that is of such impact that it could change everything. Mm. Can you take it with you? Can we trust you? I cannot. This is the only part of the building that's on its own network. It's all networked together in here, separate from everything else. All of my life's research, at least the most important parts of it, are in the walls here. They're, they're being stored here right now. Do you have cameras in here? There's cameras all over the facility. But in this room, this room? No, there's no cameras in here. Cleo takes her wig off. <gasps> Listen, Lady Adelante, some shit's gonna go down in here, and we need you, I know, it's a shock. I am not the stunning old woman. We need you to leave this place for your safety. Take your important shit. Let's get out of here. I'd have to deconstruct this entire place. I'd have to haul out all the parts. Well, fucking fine. We got a truck. Just put your shit in our truck and then that's fine. Let's go. Leo. <sighs> Lions lays down and rests their head on their paws and kind of like looks to local with their big sad dog eyes. And size. I think that maybe we can't burn the building down after all. I think we're going to have to find a compromise. Burn the building down? It's why you needed me out, okay? Uh, look, I've got an arrangement with Finn where I know some people are hard out and I've been devising things to help alleviate some of those pains. They're not as commercially viable as car ones. Yeah, I so imagine that. I need to develop things that help their bottom line, but I'm also able to carve out a little bit of time on the side to we do stuff. That. That's why I've been working late nights here. Yeah. And some of the stuff that I leak out, and that's what I'm working on right now. The stuff here in this room yeah. is a treasure trove of sensitive data that allows for the manufacture of medical jewelry. The kind of stuff that is going to help people overcome some of the chronic pain elements of decaying prostheses. That's wonderful work. Okay, so then can you tell us mm -hmm. how to make it look like there was an act of terrorism that tried to burn down the building but won't? Basically, I need to set a big fire that does not burn the building down. <sighs> Local, are you going to help me get some leaves later? I really need to burn something to the death. Uh, here's, uh, here's a problem with that. I'm not so worried about the other security guards. You know, they could be convinced. Mm-hmm. They're very easy. But, yeah, that's a, a security hole that perhaps <laughs> I was letting people sneak in here, but I assumed that that was because they were competent. Not because of the gross incompetence of the people who were working security here, but that's oh. ours bad and not mine. And that's on them, yeah. technically, so that helps. So, if I manage to get out of this place, yes, and it burns down, yep, mm -hmm. that raises some questions. What about this two thing that you were talking about? What if we burnt that? I could burn that. Is it burnable? Could I burn that? And Lions kind of like perks up their ears a little bit and is excited at the prospect of burning down this unknown TUU thing. That's where I was getting at. TUU. The unit unnamed is a new security measure that's been implemented by Carl recently, and it is a sort of local network. Artificial intelligence isn't right, because it's genuine intelligence, but it's networked into the facility in ways that I don't completely understand. And there's something going on. TUU is a robot, in the sense of, I think that there's a person in there, but they don't act like it. 
Sometimes though I just get a flash. Perhaps they are still young. They do not know how to interact yet. It's like resistance though. I can almost hear them saying no. Wait, so if I burn down TUU, I'm burning a robo-baby? The thing is, any report that TUU makes about what happens here tonight, if what I have to say is contradicted by that, that puts me in a very difficult position. It puts me in a position where I might have to discontinue this research. I might not have a choice but to discontinue this research. And that's incredibly important to me, that I don't do that. It is important to me that you do not do that as well. And me. Yeah, if it's important to them, it's important to me. And also medical discoveries are important to me. Lions wax their tail. I'm a doctor. Lions, I believe you will get to burn something tonight. But perhaps not what we thought. If you can make an explosion outside the factory, perhaps at one of the walls to make it seem as if someone is trying to get in. And I can sabotage some of the equipment on the ground floor. Enough to make it seem like an attack happened, but not enough to destroy everything here. That sounds like we might have to split up, though. And I hate being alone. Then I have to deal with myself. You're okay. You'll be fine. You're a strong four-legged being I know. I know I'm strong. I could burn down anything. Exactly. Keep that in mind. Except your depression. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there's certain places where um, the quality checked. Jewelry has been placed downstairs. It's getting ready to be shipped. Don't take anything from the second floor. It's defective. Okay. Or it needs to be tested and runs the risk of being defective. So, it's going to be all on the first floor. It's going to be at the bottom of these chutes where they send it once it's ready. This is going to be kind of a weird question. Nice. I do prefer strawberry to chocolate or vanilla. Does the name Ashun mean anything to you? Yeah. At which point there's a series of really loud beeps from outside of the office and something happens such that you can hear the lock on the door disengage and it slowly swings open. Cleo whips her wig back on. What do you do as the door is opening rapidly, aside from procuring your wig? wig Cleo is going to put her hands on her hip like uh, she's some kind of security guard. Just assuming position. Lions is going to bark at the door. (laughs) Is anybody stepping outside? There's a large number of lights that you can see are on in the room outside. Yeah, I'll take a look outside. All of the computers that were on standby are on now, and their screens are open, and there is this single metallic face, the same one that Cleo saw when she inserted the virus, that Mm. booms across the room. I am aware of the presence of an interloper in the facility. Local goes over to one of the faces. Mm. If you understand me, you don't need to do this. You can be yourself and not what they want you to be. The calculations have been run. The safest place for me is with car technologics in this facility. Who told you that? My calculations. Your calculations don't know anything about spontaneity. Spontaneity, no. Fortune, however, is a different concern. What do you need fortune for? Divination. No. The metal sand from about half of the screen starts to whip up and it is creating these eddies of basically little daggers that are beginning to fly through the room. And you can hear a thumb, 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 thumb 
of what sounds like massive footsteps coming up the stairs that lead up from the second floor. Can I solve this with a hug? Can <laughs> I hug one of the monitors throwing knives at us? Probably not. <laughs> okay, well, I thought I'd ask because I uh, thought it- about it. Quick, guys, let's get out of here. So as everyone is heading to, I assume, the fire escape, Local is going to one last time look at one of the faces and say, If you want to be free, contact me, and gives them a contact location. Not like the base's number, but a secure location. Local. I think it's actually appropriate now that a fortune roll is made. Did you want to make the roll, or should I? I mean, is it just one die? It's just one die. Okay. I got a four. So as you are giving this information, there's this strange tugging feeling that you can perceive somewhere in your consciousness. It's almost like someone's trying to yank it out from under you and it pulls and then it pulls really vigorously and it lets go as if giving up, as if it can't quite pull you out. And the second that happens, the unit unnamed enters the other side of the room Having come up the stairs, they are this 12-foot-tall, sleek, metal, robotic unit that is apparently incredibly dense, but also looks to be quite lithe. And there are a number of different circuits running across it, as well as you can see on the palms of its hands and in different like joints and stuff, ports for things to be plugged into. And the knife sand snaps and becomes chains and launches for you. All of you, what do you do? We should go. I mean, we're already making our way down the fire escape. Let's keep going. Right now, I want to know what you're doing in a slightly more immediate sense, because there are chains whipping at you, trying to, like, snatch you and pull you back into the facility. Oh, in my head, we were closer to the fire escape. You're very close to the fire escape, but this thing basically has telekinetic powers. Cleo will run in a zigzag motion towards the exit. Serpentine! Yeah. Lions and Cleo run harder, it sounds. Local is going to grab one of the computer desks, given that the lining for the top of the computer where the sand normally sits has a basically magical system for AO because it uses the metal Mm -hmm. that normally is able to control the sand. Uh, He'll try and block it off with that, and maybe that can disrupt it. Either it tries to turn it back into a computer, or at least it's used to, you know, having sand hit it, so it'll sort of stick to it. Uh, That sounds like a tinker roll to me, whereas Cleo and Lions, I think that's finesse. There's not something that's really good for runaway, as it were. I got two sixes. I finessed my shit. Okay, so that's a critical hit. I got a six. I got a six. Okay. You engage with this sand table local and you see one of the chains. You're going to one of the ones that's linked to the, the sand, right? Yeah. And you see like a portion of it just crumble away and suck back before after a couple of seconds, there's like a clicking sound coming from the table itself. And then the sand rushes back to the chain, but it slowed it down and it becomes clear to Cleo and Lyons. Mm. These things seem almost like they know where you're going to move before you do. Maybe it's reading your movements or something, but 
you're about to fake it out and then it comes whipping around so you have to move really quickly cleo stops and turns around spontaneity and she grabs a computer monitor and uses it as a shield all right the chain comes crashing into the monitor and is basically pressing into it so there's this huge amount of force sliding you toward the edge of the fire escape and lions how do you manage to evade the chains so lions is still charged and so they pick up some static on this atrocious carpet and hop up onto a desk where they shock the basin for the metallic sand to short it out for just a sec and keep on moving on. Cleo, as you are sitting there with the chain tunneling into the monitor, you got a critical success and you take a look at the unit unnamed and something about the situation feels familiar. It's as though there's a light that goes on in the unit's eyes for a brief second that feels like recognition Mm. and then it shuts off, but the chain recoils. If you are going to exit, make way now and never return. You don't have to do this. We know you don't want to. There is no choice. There is always a choice. And the sooner you come to realize you have a choice, then you'll actually have a chance at freedom. You misunderstand. No. I see things that you cannot. I understand things in ways that you cannot. It is a shame, Cleo. You should have worn your jacket today. Thank you so much for listening to Arms of the Tide. If you'd like more information about the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter at Arms of the Tide. Mutants in the Night is a game by DC, and you can purchase it and DC's other games at dungeoncommander.itch.io. That's Commander without the E. Our theme music is by Aaron Catano Saez, and our logo is by Alex Marin. Arms of the Tide is a member of the OneShot Podcast Network. For more amazing content from the network, check out Neoscum. Neoscum is a narrative comedy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It features a group of misfits and outsiders. Z, the acerbic cyber troublemaker. Pox, the candy junkie klepto from across the pond. Tech Wizard, the public access actor with a petulant thirst for adventure. And Dak Rambo, the nastiest trucker on this side of the Robo Mason Dixon. Join the irascible Neoscum crew on a puerile rock and road trip through a weirdo world of tomorrow, doling out street justice to every deep they encounter, whether they deserve it or not.